Okay, I worry I will mispronounce the double I on this one, so apologies for if and when I do. A question from Big Brother Knee. Do you think Ian should be more pitied or hated? I don't think he deserves pity. I don't, I honestly, I don't, I don't think he, I, pity is something that you give to the powerless, I think. And he has quite a bit of the power, if not the he most of it. He has so much power. He has so much power. Like, you, I, 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 I feel like giving him pity is something that, like, I, I, yeah, no, I, I feel like he should be hated more than pitied. But that's just me. I, I think the only, no, the the only like sliver of pity I'm willing to give him is, spoilers if you listener have not listened to the last episode of season one, um, I'm gonna give him some pity for a dead kid. Like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pity him for that. Like that's we'll we'll give him that, and that's it. But he killed her. But he was trying to kill another child, which is such a valid thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Well, yeah, see, that's where you're right. But in at least in my in my brain, uh, your dead child is still your dead child. And that's very, very sad. True, 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 true. However, when you're trying to murder another child, that well, that's pity goes away at that point. However, (laughs) That's literally the, the, the smallest morsel of pity. Like, just like a little dust of, a little moat dust. Just I, I think, the, like, the closest I could possibly get would be the idea that all, all human beings deserve that, that level of, of care, respect, that, and, and all the rest. Mm-hmm. But also, he ain't human. No, that's true. He's not human. He's a construct. Uh, I feel he should be hated. Um, I mean, who, who among us can say they're really human? I mean, exactly. I, I'm like ninety percent certain. Now, see, I know how much of the horrible stuff he did was like on him, and how much of it wasn't. So I know exactly how much he should be pitied, but I'm not going to tell everyone. Um, however, in season two and three. You're going to get to see just one person be very kind to him. And it's really sad, (laughs) is all I will say about that. It's sad when someone is kind to him. But I'll let you decide why it's sad. Oof. Okay, a question from Kieran. To any of the actors, what was your favourite moment to record? Okay. This is very much the only thing that Louis going to remember because you guys were in the call. Um, I did my scene for Seven and we did it so well. We did it, we got it in like, I feel like two, two takes, three takes. And so Louis was just like, now do it horribly. And I did mine. I, I, this is gone and deleted. I never sent it off, but I have I had the recording of it, of me doing it in a absolutely horrible scottish accent like you know the you know the, <laughs> you know the audio that's just like scotland forever it was like that <laughs> for for me the recording bit that i thoroughly enjoyed obviously all of it um i think it was there were there were two standout moments and it was louis saying January's got like two modes and that is strong ADHD and narration um no there there was ah oh, 
See, this is where the strong ADHD thing comes in. I don't remember what the second part of that sentence was, but in my head, it's narration. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> so good. But I think my favorite was definitely, hello, mate. Just, it, uh, it just, it made me so happy to record it. Just, ah! The amount of money I would pay for you to do, like, a one-hour-long ASMR of, like, <laughs> that voice. <laughs> it was, like, up close to your mic. Just, like, like stupid ASMR things. I would... Patreon exclusive? Question mark? <laughs> I have had a lot of people be like, that voice is really sexy. Why did you tell him to do it so sexy? And I was like, <laughs> sounds like that i don't know what to tell you oh no the villain simping oh no oh no it's begun <laughs> the tumblr sexy man is that what a tumblr sexy man is oh you sweet sweet boy i think my favorite bit was when we we had recorded the section in the library i think three or four times just to like get as many takes as possible and then we did one where alex went on an info dump rant about how the library used to be a church and the architecture of it and it's so cool and it gets immediately cut off mid-sentence and just goes oh okay and it just sort of fades out and it's very sad <laughs> I don't know why that was my fa I think it was just, like, I decided, okay, I'm just gonna rant about the library. And so I went on this, like, several seconds of improv about this library in this construct town, and then get immediately cut off. So that's somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere. What is something that isn't canon, but you think is true of your character? Brackets. Got any head cannons? Four question marks. Eli has a lot. <laughs> I've already answered this one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it over to the other two people that didn't answer before. Uh well I already mentioned the trombone thing. Cause I don't think it was ever mentioned what instrument. I think it was brass. They mentioned brass for Elaine brass band. Cause I was like, I can't if I had Elaine play the flute, that would just be self-insert and yeah. But I think the trombone I think I cause that did that conversation come with us, Eli? I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like Elaine would play something very loud, very obnoxious, and something that they could potentially hit people in the head with. Like, I don't, like, I'm in, okay, I, I'm in marching band. This is for context. So I'm in marching band, and the amount of times I've gotten hit in the head by just a trombone player going like, like, it, it happens. It happens a lot. It makes sense. <laughs> Like, it happens. Like, you don't want to be in front of the trombone players because it happens. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, January is a massive Carly Rae Jepsen fan. They said not canon, Reese. Genuine. Oh my god, that is extraordinary. This is, this is, like, January, the tet, what wasn't played, like, during the sound tests on the radio, on the emergency broadcast, would have been e-m-o-t-i-o-n the album just like every now and then just just like playing a couple of tracks to to get it through and then yeah january is a massive carly ray jepson fan 
Out of all the things I was expecting you to say, it was not that. <laughs> like, I, 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 not gonna lie, that was playing in the back of my head when I was, every now and then, I'm like, yeah, Ian and, January, uh, will f- loves Carly Rae Jepsen. Like, and I know, the, I say this because I do. Self-insert, see? just also, yeah, self-insert fanfic right there. It's headcanon, like, because the... The person firing the head cannon for me is Carly Rae Jepsen, just kind of like every now and then pushing a button and the head cannons come out. I mean, that's that's the limit of 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 my kind of because there's so much information and so much stuff that I feel ge- like January and Ian, there is so much more to explore there that I don't want to second guess and preempt. But I can pretty much guarantee at no point that they mention Carly Rae Jepsen. So I'm I'm here. for They do now. <laughs> There are gnomes taking notes, <laughs> scribbling furiously. Yes, um, <laughs> really, this is so so important to you. I would be remiss not to it, include it in the scripts. Yeah. Okay. And I'm. I also. I'm kind of. I'm not sure. Okay. Now. Now. I'm, I. I kind of want to throw this out to the to the to the group. What do we think? January's like kind of snack of choices. Because I was thinking, like, it's something like possibly licorice all sorts or ginger nuts. It was canonically gummy worms. It is no longer canonically gummy worms, but it was gummy worms. Gummy worms! Gummy worms sounds good. I feel like he would enjoy um, the wasabi peas. I was literally about to (laughs) say wasabi peas. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, wasabi peas goes, that's... Oh, I like that. Specifically because I hate them. Because they're... (laughs) They're they're spicy and difficult, and not a whole lot of people like them. But the people that do, you will know. They're really into them. Yeah, no, I I spent a very brief summer eating a shit ton of wasabi peas. So yeah, no, I I'm I'm here for this. I'm one hundred percent here. For I don't this. know why my brain thought of him like wearing like his, his nice like very nice mayoral suit. Like he's looking great. He reaches into his pocket of his suit jacket and just unwrapped just ham-fisted a pile of wasabi like they're not wrapped they're not in a container just in his hand there's some dust on them and he just pops them back not gonna lie this 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 is very much i i feel i i feel never i've been have i been so upset by something i 100 percent agree with um (laughs) like that that is that's ah i know i am not january but also i that is something i have ended up I have ended up with a suit jacket full of wasabi peas before, just <laughs> loose, and I feel like that the, you, you've you've kind of opened a weird window into my history there, and I don't know how I feel about it. We've we've opened the door into your soul. <laughs> I am I am I am perceived, I am recognized, and I don't like it. I was about to say, there's now going to be a billboard. There's a billboard somewhere in ethics advertising like a specific brand of wasabi peas, and it's like an obscure philosopher name, like pot like you know somebody's wasabi peas enjoy plato's wasabi peas diogenes's wasabi peas diogenes's wasabi peas define spicy what you've done it you've done it that's it it's done we did it okay i've got a three-part question from rowan who makes syntax which is a wonderful show everyone should listen to that's so true that's so true And I'm gonna crack through it now. 
First of all, incredible job to everyone who worked on the show. The acting, editing, and script are all fantastic. Really well done for the entire casting crew. Also, what a funky intro, am I right? So questions. I've heard from a little birdie that there may have been some inspiration from The Good Place. If so, was that in relation to Michael from The Good Place and Ian in Ethics? The whole villain switcheroo was so well done, I must know. I feel like no one else is really in a position to answer first part of the question other than me. Um, so inspiration isn't quite right. I wrote this like a year before I first watched The Good Place. But then I watched The Good Place like 17 times between my first time writing this and now when everybody is hearing it. But mainly what I was trying to do is make it not like The Good Place. Because as soon as I found out The Good Place was like out there, I was like, oh no, this is maybe the most similar thing to what I'm writing. Um, I should try not to imitate this whatsoever. But Michael is one of my favourite characters of all time. That is a full arrow ace old man. <laughs> that is so my jam. That Those were so many words all at once. <laughs> I, when Sophie listens to this, they get me. They'll understand. This is for Sophie specifically. <laughs> Fair. Um, so yeah, it was more trying not to do the good place than trying to do the good place. But if anything crept in there, it is a little bit of Michael the not demon. I have not absorbed that show in any capacity, so I've got nothing. I am on episode two of the good place, so I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I'm a big fan of the the Good Place. I I, I quite enjoy it. Uh, specifically, I I think the trolley problem episode of the Good Place is a wonderful. Uh, it it's a wonderful way of pointing out the fallacy in uh, like thought experiments, and like how the how taking a practicality and making a thought experiment a practicality is inherently flawed. But also just the sheer look of joy in Ted Danson's face as blood is sprayed over them. It's I, it's incredible. It's uh, it's a wonderful character. But also, I think in terms of the uh, influence on Ethics Town for me, uh, there there wasn't much Michael in there, but it was still it, it was fun every now and then to go. I, I enjoyed learning about philosophy today. I think I'll see it in a comedy format too. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's good fun. So part two of this question. Also, were there any inspirations aside from The Good Place? Would love to know any other inspos you or the crew had. So for me, this was mainly like, welcome to Night Vale. But also Ian Banks' use of weapons came together to have a sweet child. So... There's not actually a lot of Night Vale in there other than the format. I think there's a lot of use of weapons in there, but hardly anyone has read it, so I can absolutely 100% get away with it. I would recommend it, but it is, like, disgustingly bleak, incredibly gory. The main character I adore and is maybe one of the worst people in all of literary history. But I'm not going to spoil it here by telling you how it, like, intertwines with the show. Everyone go read Use of Weapons and then DM me. You have my full permission. It's good. It's, I, I mean, it's, oh, ha, okay. Um, I, I went through a spate of, like, just plowing through the culture novels that uh, Ian M. Banks wrote. And, yeah, just plowing through them. And the use, uh, it's also a really interesting look at, uh, 
what constitutes uh, sentience and and yeah it's yeah i i enjoy it it's good i would recommend people read it because it, i can't if louis not going to spoil it i ain't going to spoil it for you cuz louis could beat me up so yeah i would never i i know you wouldn't like kate like cake the capability is there that's what i'm saying uh i know that when i was auditioning i very purposefully cuz like this was this was before I did my audition for Wake of Corrosion. So this was like my literal very first audition for anything voice related ever because I've done theater in the past. But this was like, there's a first time for everything. Um, and I had like a little picture board up on my one monitor that was just like people that I thought had cool voices that I wanted to like look at them and be like, okay, I'm going to like channel that and the biggest one was the cover of welcome to night Vale, because i just cecil baldwin's voice is so so good it's so good um he's also an incredible person i had the very wonderful opportunity to interview him when i was in college uh for a project about podcasts um he was an exceptional human and i'm sure he still is i just haven't spoken to him in many years because it was just that one time um but I, I was like, okay, I need to get that voice. What, whatever magic is in that voice, I'm going to just put it in the audition and send it. And there it is. And I'm pretty sure uh, if I'm allowed to say it, not, I'm, I think I'm, I'm allowed to say it, but going through the notes of the uh, auditions, because I, I was just here. I didn't audition for stuff. I was just here. Um, I'm pretty sure Louis actually wrote Cecil from... Nightville vibes next to your audition. I wrote exactly that next to your audition. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Success! I've done it! <laughs> That's extraordinary. I thought that was very cool. I love that, yeah. I didn't have any inspirations for anything. I kind of just showed up. <laughs> I'm here. Hey, sometimes that's all it takes. I didn't audition. Louis was just like... Legitimately, the showing up meant everything to me. Oh. I mean, I'm pretty sure me becoming part of this was actually me back when I was still on Twitter just being like, hey, I want to be a part of something. And you were like, bet. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how this... I think that's... I'm pretty sure that's how this went through. But I'm very glad that it did because I love this very, very much. Very glad too. I also love this very much. Uh, me too. Me too. Very much so. Um, For for me, like, the, the inspiration... Uh, there's two there, there's a book by Jeanette Winterson called Written on the Body um, which is uh, it's good I, I, it's hard it's a hard read at times but there is a uh, there is a, a particular section of that book which is about knots about rope and knots and saying how uh, to settle to settle arguments, there used to be a, a practice of tying the two, the two people having the argument, tying their wrists together, and they would just have to, they would just beat each other until either one of them ag agreed that the other person was right, or they die, and the person who wins gets the rope with the knot in it, and they would swing that kind of rope around as a way of like showing people hey i i won that argument i won it's like particularly militant discourse but 
there is a, a, a specific line that I would come back to, which is like, I don't want to be your rope. I don't want you to be mine. I, I don't want that for our relationship. I don't want that to be us. I don't want to be defined by how we are entangled and be given enough rope to hang ourselves. And it's just a, it's a lovely, and that idea of incredible violence, incredible pain and incredible poetry kind of combining and and this want and need and it not being satisfied um that character in written on the body i i kind of really associated with with january uh, so that kind of trying to find that balance between the the pain the poetry and the the want that's that's kind of where i went with with that also, just me, just me, just use my voice a lot. Uh, yeah, it's me. Um. <laughs> it's a far more poetic answer that I could have come up with. <laughs> Congration. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that's so. I mean, if if yeah, if people fancy it, it's a it's a it's an interesting book. I'm excited to do more with with Alex because I think that, especially because he's going to he's going to figure so much more in in the future. And I'm, I'm excited to sort of take that same approach and say, okay, well, what have I read that I can incorporate? You know, what have I watched? What have I listened to? Um, and I already have in some regard, and Louis can attest to that, that I have already been planning some things. And and it's fantastic. I'm, I'm really hoping for like, so one of the, one of my favorite things in any piece of media is like huge, like blows of emotion that happen like all at once um and i'm i'm really like i'm really hoping that i get to have a moment like that because that's one of the most fun things to do in a theater is that you suddenly just go into this moment where maybe you're so angry and your character just screams something and there's that resounding silence like the whole house is just like it's so quiet after that huge moment of anger and I, I just, I want to have something like that in like an audio drama format because that always sounds so cool to me. And I love that. I love that so much. All right. The final part of the question that I don't think has any stuff in it for you guys, but I will read it uh, real fast. Also, also, if I'm allowed to ask how many seasons are planned. Very curious to see how future seasons would play out, like if there would be a redo of another mare or perhaps with some of the same players. Again, amazing job to all of you, and I cannot wait for more heart emoji. So there is two more seasons. They will also each have eight episodes and no spoilers, but we will definitely get to see another person as the mayor eventually. Uh, this question came from a sound designer and I think it's mostly for Kai. This with them when I ask them all of the other fun sound questions, but I will ask all of you lovely folks too, is do you have any advice for breaking into the industry? Just do it. <laughs> no, I'm not, not even kidding. Like just like, even if you get, even if you start out with like the shittiest microphone known to man, just set it up read a bunch of things like it can be your your favorite monologue from your favorite play it can be your favorite bit from your favorite tv episode doesn't matter just practice listen to what you sound like and just like do it just just find somewhere that is like accepting auditions and just go for it there there's that just do it just do it 
Um, there are some really lovely resources on things like treatment of spaces, on sound treatment, on programs to use for recording, on the best kind of mics. Again, all of that pales in comparison to the actually recording yourself and sending it in. It's, it's one of the biggest things that I really struggled with when I first started, and I still do sometimes, because, like, it's hard. It's hard to send that stuff in. But genuinely, you will, like, if you can, please do send it in. There needs to be, honestly, more voices out there. There needs to be a lot more voices and a lot more people willing to put their voices into things. And... Uh, make your own stuff as well if you have the time if you have the capacity if it sounds if it doesn't sound perfect that's fine genuinely it what's more important is the story that you can tell than the quality of the space you're in and the mic that you're using the world always needs more stories always that is the most night veil quote ever eli (laughs) (laughs) thank you now, I think for non-acting stuff, um, you just work on one person's hobby project. Like, even if that's, you know, if you want to do this as a career, obviously you can't work on every person's hobby project because then you'll make no money for the rest of your life. But if you do just one at the beginning when you're starting out, you will meet so many amazing people who will want to do more stuff with you. And that's like, the main thing is meeting the nice people that you gel well with creatively is what's going to help you make more stuff. Alrighty, we are almost there, folks. Is there any aspect of your character that you think is at all like you? I this character is a self-insert. If not, not really, because I didn't do it. I was not the one that looked at me and made that character a self-insert. It was a Louis. Louis looked at me and went, "Hmm, yeah, that's about right." I decided you're a fictional character and put you in a world. I mean, what if I am? What if this is all just... Statistically, we are not real. And that's the plot of the po- of the podcast. All right, we did it. <laughs> but yeah, because like, I need to point out, like, I am in band. I play the flute. I work in retail. I used to work in a grocery store. I'm in college, university. So like, it's literally almost every single thing about this character is is me and i love it because it makes you know feel a little bit more comfortable it's it's a lot easier doing a character who is somewhat in an aspect like yourself because you kind of you don't have to like feel like you're um playing a whole new character i'm just playing what i call like myself but with an accent even though i don't use an accent it's just a slightly different version of myself which i kind of like but yeah no my character is very much like me because created after i joined weirdly enough that's the advice that i give to people when they start playing D. when you're making your very first character make as close to a self-insert as possible i have been i have been gming like for approximately 10 years like the idea of like working with newbies is one of my favorite things and i always tell people like make a self-insert like, it can be as shameless as you want it to be, but just in order to be comfortable in the space, you need to be in the space. It's one of the things that um, that I, I was taught a long time ago, uh, was that every, every character you play is a filter in front of the candle that is you. 
like it is a different aspect it is a different part of your own personality that you are highlighting that you are showing to the audience uh for january like <laughs> oh there's so much of that wet little man that i am um and like that level of anxiety that level of fear that level of want that level of like overwhelming need to to be given clarity um and to be given something other than than what he's got in front of him there's there's a lot there but also having that element okay the one thing i will say there is very little of me in ian i was gonna ask <laughs> that's a that not gonna lie there's a lot of filters in front of that candle my friend <laughs> you can't even see the flame where is it yeah, it's like oh oh, the, oh there it is uh but yeah no like the there's there's very little of me and ian but i think january has that there was a lot more that I could bring to January than I than I feel I could to Ian, but I think yeah the 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 levels of anxiety and I have definitely been told by a doctor to lose some weight and then uh, then I'll feel better about the world. Yeah, like, that's medical advice for sure. Die. Okay. So yeah. So there's yeah yeah yeah. Thanks medicine. Thanks medicine. Glad to see you. Next. Um. Yeah. Yeah just awful uh but yeah so um it it really is a kind of there's there's a lot that the there were much fewer filters uh with january than there were with ian but yeah i think there's there was a lot to play with i mean alex is definitely bookish nerd extraordinaire so that i feel like there's there's no filter in front of that candle it's it's just there there's the candle <laughs> as i sit in front of three different bookshelves right now currently um but i i have always 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 wanted to work in a library like i mean that has been imagine the little little kid eli just like really wanting to do that um my mom actually currently uh works as a librarian um and she was uh, a teacher for many 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 years uh reading specialist so like she she taught me how to read and i just it's been my life forever especially now because i am making a book um and i think that there there's a lot of alex that is not obviously not known yet that i know um that is not quite true to me personally but there is there's always an aspect in in every character um whether you're writing those characters or not uh, like you said, Reese, you you put some of yourself in there. There is that candle, um, and I think that as we see more of all of these characters, it's going to become apparent that we all find the parts of ourselves and the passions that we put into each character kind of woven in, like a l fun little tapestry. Everything you say is so goddamn beautiful, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> If your character had their own podcast, what would it be about? Okay, yeah. No, I got I got this one. So for I mean, it's fairly clear that January would just be like oh the the podcast would just be called Why the Fuck Isn't Anyone Listening? And it would just be the it'd be the 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 same podcast that we've got now. But I think Ian would have one about uh gerrymandering and municipal boundaries. 
on like kind of like looking through things like hey here are the wonderful manhole covers that we have at this in this particular space and uh yeah so it would be a, a lot of it would essentially be asmr but mostly talking about roadworks i love that you think he actually knows how to be the mayor that's such a generous assumption like, about him Someone, someone would tell him. So he wouldn't write it. He would definitely narrate it, though. So it would be the best way of getting funding for the roadwork system. Yeah, for for Elaine, this isn't a podcast, and it's also just me self-inserting again. But Elaine would one hundred percent lay themselves down with headphones and listen to meditations because that's what I do, and I feel like they need it, <laughs> and it works. They definitely like definitely like the. Uh, just the, the like the breathing exercises and all that. I feel like they're super into that. I'm gonna gonna do do more insertion of the self with with Alex. Um, hundred percent. Just not not like from a scholarly point of view. Just ranting about late Victorian literature. Just going off about it. Just really excited to talk about it. Um, are some of his opinions correct? No. Are some of his facts correct? No. But he's really excited about it, and that's the draw. Alrighty, folks. Here is our last question that isn't really a question. I think someone may have hit enter too soon whilst they were trying to ask something. So, um, why? Because <laughs> we felt like it. I mean, one, Louis asked. Um, and so I, there is nothing I would I would not deny. Um but also, there is a need. There is a need to tell these stories. There is a need to tell any story. We are characters, and we are storytellers all. Um, I'm trying to do my best Eli impression and make this sound really poetic, and are failing miserably. No, but, you're doing a good job. But It's very nice. It is giving Father Christmas. Oh, like... May I, if I wanted to do the Father Christmas on this, I know exactly what I'd do. But that's another story to be told another time. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, I do Father Christmasing. Oh, I know, I've seen pictures. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, yeah, no, there's a need, and because there is a need, we we fulfil it. I think people get lost in asking why they they ask why of other people and don't ask why of themselves. We owe it to other people. So, that is all of our questions. Thank you all so, 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 so much for sitting here and doing this with me. You are wonderful. You are delightful. I appreciate you. Any closing statements? Yeah, first of all, thank you. Uh, thank you. Louis, you're wonderful. First off, thank you. Also, uh, when Eli's book comes out, can you request it from your local library? Oh, stop. Um, because, like... Yeah, no, not not only that, but also request books from your local library because yes. Uh, yes. they they the authors still get paid, uh, and it also means that uh, you get to introduce a whole new world of books to lovely people. Um, yeah, support your local libraries. Support your local library and your local small businesses, used bookstores, any any place where there is a small local business. Go there, give them business, talk to them. Everybody's got a story, and especially the people who run small businesses. Some of them are so weird in the best ways. Chip away. Chip away at that little block in the back of your head that just says that you can't. And be nice. You'll never know until you try, 
And until you try, you'll never know. I'm loving how I will say something and then Eli will put it so much better. Just so much better. It's so good. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm just. You are so good. I'm just trying to think of words. I'm like, oh, I can add this. This will this will make I can try to like help out. I'm helpful. I, I don't even know how I'm supposed to say anything after that. I believe in you. Don't worry. I will turn the recording off and spare all of you. Um, you are all fantastic, wonderful, amazing. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, listeners. We love you. Bye. I'm waving, but I realize that no one can see me waving. <laughs>